thousand a month, you know, when you basically don't have any income coming in and you're living on 400 bucks every month salary as a grad assistant, you're gonna run out of money. So when I was standing at the aisle, as my bride was coming down, I had a thousand dollars in my bank account. And guess what? That money was from my mother. And there was a car parked in the parking lot. Guess what? That was a rental car that my mother rented me for a week. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real, which, I mean, is all of us. Today, I'm joined once again by Jim Van Allen. He previously featured on episodes 176 and 223 of Broken Bulbs, so make sure you check those episodes out as well. Jim speaks at schools and companies across the United States, and he attended the University of Florida for his bachelor's, Florida Atlantic University for his master's, and Kaiser University for his PhD in education leadership. But he also got married with nothing but hope. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether that's leaving review, sharing the show with a friend or family member, or going and supporting me directly on Patreon. That's a huge help. It takes a lot of money, time, and energy to make this show happen. So you can go to patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Remember, Williams is W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. That's patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Or just click the first link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. Enjoy the show. Jim Van Allen, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I am ready. Fantastic. Okay, so today we're talking about marriage, uh, which isn't something that comes up a lot on the podcast, but I think we've got some great lessons here. And uh, this one comes from your experience getting married with nothing. You had nothing. Tell us about this. I did. It's true. So let's, you know, you think getting married, you're going to, you know, you're going to, it's exciting time and you start this new life together. But sometimes you have a little bit of you know, a nest egg from family or something to get you started. And uh, I didn't have that. So about a week before I got married, and I was 23, and my wife was 23, I was just about to turn 24, uh, my car blew up. Uh, not literally, but almost literally. I was driving, and it was my first car to a 98 Nissan Altima. It was my baby when I got it, and I think I got it in 2002. And... I drove it to 2009. I was driving it and the thing just like stopped working. Like there was no steering, no brakes, nothing. Luckily, I was not on a highway. I was about to get on one, but I coasted into a park and uh, right a week before my wedding. And I'm like, great. I I have no car and I'm not going to get this thing fixed. And I can't get it fixed because I don't have any money. Uh, I was a graduate intern at Florida Atlantic University as a poor grad student working on my master's degree teaching while I was going back to school, except my living expenses were higher than what I was bringing in. My rent was about $1,000 a month, which yeah, for living in Boca Raton, Florida, which if you know anything about Boca, it's a very, it's a very nicer area. That's where my university was. So 1000 a month, you know, when you basically don't have any income coming in and you're living on, you know, a, a Four hundred bucks every month salary as a G- grad assistant, you're gonna run out of money. So, when I was standing at the aisle, as my bride was coming down, I had a thousand dollars in my bank account, and guess what? That money was from my mother. Uh, 
and there was a car parked in the parking lot. Guess uh, that was a rental car that my mother rented me for a week because I had to have a car to, you know, plan for the wedding and, and get us around till my wife could bring her car into the equation. Cause she was at school. She had to come, she was going to finish and then get married. You know, we we're going to get married and then move in together. Then we'd have her car. I, you know, I didn't have anything. I mean, I, I we, we, when we said I do, and we walked down the aisle, I had the DJ play uh, Bon Jovi's living on a prayer. That's all we have. Like that's all we had. And my wife and I are, 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 you know, faith is a big part of our lives. So I thought it was a nice take on, you know, living on a prayer. That's all we had. You know, she brought some money to the equation, but I didn't bring anything in. And we've, we've now, we've built a life now, but I'll tell you that first year we had her car. We had one car that we were able to split and, um, we ended up having to give her car to her sister because her sister was still in school. So we had to buy a car with our wedding money that we got from people giving money into us. So that had to go right to a car. Six grand later, we paid for a, um, it was a Saturn ion, a little, little teeny Saturn ion that we shared. So luckily she was just starting her work and it was right across the street from my university. So it worked out really well. We live four miles from campus. So a lot of times she would drive to work. I would bike to school. I would leave the bike, chain it up at her work, take her car, take the car. Cause I had to, you know, I had to do some things with it. Then she would bike home and everyone. So we would share a bike and a car for the first, I don't know, it was like I said, eight months to a year as we were, you know, trying to save up and all this. And I'll tell you what, like we, we never fought during that. Uh, and it taught us a lot about, you know, learning to live within your means and, you know, we were young and we were watching our money, but we, you know, splitting a car and a bike will humble you. And, and it just taught us, like I said, not that we didn't, we didn't go out and try to get a car and get a car payment that we couldn't afford. So I could have a second car. You know, we didn't do, we didn't do any of that. Like we, we live within our means until we could afford that second car. Then we, then we purchased it and we purchased it outright. You know, we saved for it. So we, we don't like to have any debt. Like right now we have no debt. And the only debt we have is a mortgage and that's good debt, right? If there is such a thing, there's no student loans, there's no credit card debt. There's nothing. We don't have, we, we own our cars. So I think that taught us to, to, to get on the same page of money too. I mean, a lot of couples in a marriage will fight over money and luckily we've been very aligned with how we work the financials in our household. Um, we're not huge spenders. We live within our means, but we will treat ourselves when we need to, you know, we, but we, when we get enough money, we'll do something to the house. So we'll, we're all in cash. So we learned those lessons early on from sharing the bike in the car and making it work. And me deciding to be a track coach in the middle of that. So I could make 1800 bucks, you know, and become a substitute teacher making 50 bucks a day when I wasn't teaching at the university you know, and we were having to split the car. So we, we were always workers. We we're always trying to get multiple sources of income coming in. We still try to do that now. And that was a, a, a fun journey now to look back on as a, we've been married now 11 years. We have two kids that are six and four and we're teaching them sort of the same concepts of saving and, and living within your means and all these things. And, Stephanie and I can now look back and laugh, but also be proud of, of how far we've come in this journey, what we've learned from it. And, and it's, it's something that we'll definitely 
telling those stories for for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it really squeezed you guys to to figure out okay, what can we afford, and and almost like what's the bare minimum? What's the minimum that we can live on? Okay, we can share a car and a bike, and we can do it this way. And I loved hearing about like you'd bike to her work, chain up the bike, take the car, you know, and putting in this effort just to live a quote unquote normal life, right? And I think those lessons, when they stick with us, they become the most valuable things because now that you're not living off of 400 bucks a month, you can put some stuff away. You can enjoy yourself a little bit more and you can let some of that stress go. What would you, based on this experience, what would you recommend the audience do in order to, you know, take some of these lessons to heart or learn from their own? Well, I would say, you know, to, to kind of learn some of these lessons, take it to heart. I, I would say always be willing to invest in personal development. So when I, what I mean by that is keep listening to shows like this, like read books, um, talk, to your, talk to your significant other about where you are in the relationship, how you're, how you're growing, like get all the skeletons out of the closet. I mean, that's just going to help you grow not only as a, as a family and as a couple, but as a person too. I mean, you know, all of us have these broken bulb stories, but all of these, at least ones I've told here, they have a good ending and we've picked up the pieces and you know what? I go and I find a new light bulb, right? And I screw it in just like if a bulb blows out in my house. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It can feel like it. It definitely can. And it, it was, it was hard, you know, it was that first year or so until, she started making the money at the beginning because I was still in school. You know, it was it was tough, but it, it, we're stronger because of it. And we, you know, when you when you bond over something early on, when you're able to talk about things, when you have an experience with somebody like that, it bonds you. We get bonded by our experiences, and the more you share those experiences, the more you'll you'll develop personally and and, and get better. So keep investing in personal development, and you'll be much more resilient because of it. Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what are you up to now and share, tell us where we can go to find you and your work. Please, you can follow me on social media at Jim Van Allen, V-A-N-A-L-L-A-N, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm always trying to put positive content out there that will link you up to my podcast, which is called Communicate to Motivate. And you can find that on any podcast platform. We're about 75 episodes in or so, and each one focuses on a different aspect of uh, communication related to uh, an area of your life. So communication to improve your relationships, uh, to improve your work relationships, family, uh, self-talk, personal development, public speaking. So we try to break down the very broad field of communication and make it very practical and how you can use it every single day of your life to improve and motivate you to improve uh, all different areas of your life. So that's available uh, anywhere you can find it. Fantastic. And I'm going to have links to that and more down in the show notes. Like you said, you have a huge backlog of episodes people can go and binge and listen through and learn from. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening. You're going to learn a lot along the way. 
hold on to those lessons and make sure you actually learn from them. Special thank you to Jim for joining me once again and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, which of course I've linked down in the show notes. And if you want more Jim on broken bulbs, make sure you check out episode 176 and 223 of Broken Bulbs. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.